Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey everyone, and welcome to RPG from Scratch, design episode number 60. I am your host, Josh LaForge, and with me today is Liam. Put your finger in my nose. And Max. I wouldn't do that. We got a couple things to go over today. By the time you're listening to this, the submission form for McGargle's compendium of wondrous and wacky items will have launched. Whereas it's going to become a web document of our favorite listener submissions of magical or mechanical artifacts. The person maintaining these is going to be Max. Yes. And uh, and he's going to see all your submissions. So, it, you know, there's, they're not restricted. Just submit as many as you want and that you want Max to read. But he's going to pick his favorites and he's going to read them on air. And then when we actually put together the compendium as an online document, this will be something that's open to everybody because you are all contributing to it. Think of it like an open source thing. Yeah. You're all contributing to it and we'll pick our favorites as maintainers and put them in there and uh, try to credit you wherever possible. So one of the um, fields in the document is which adventurer originally found this item. Um, That's you. So make sure that it's some way creditable to you. You need to put that in parentheses on the document. I should do that, yeah. Okay. Because I did not understand that. That will be changed by the time that you guys hear this. So We use naughty names. That's true. No, yeah. also, I wanted to use people from our lore that we already used. That was my immediate reaction to do mm-hmm. that. Like, Is that why yours was penis? Yes. Okay. See, mine at least had a use. <laughs> mine has a great use. I don't know what you're talking about. First topic today is that we made a change to death and dying that we've introduced called the death score, where is instead of losing five momentum every round that you are unconscious and dying, you gain five death score, and if your death score equals your momentum, you die permanently. It's much lower risk than losing the momentum because losing momentum is actually like (laughs) is losing momentum in multiple versions of the term. Uh, And we don't really want to do that because we think that the traumas you experience and you have to carry with you and cure are probably a suitable punishment. However, if you fall down and you gain like 36 death score, you pop back up and then somebody knocks you down the same round. Do you go back to zero? No, definitely not. You keep that death score. Yeah. How long should it take for death score to fall off? Would it fall off all at once? Would it fade over time? Would it fade every round? Would I would fade every by round. Day? I think maybe, I think round is a fun mechanical thing, but I think every day makes more sense. I, I think every day should be the base. And then I think we should look at rituals and potential abilities in paths mm-hmm. to make that better. Where like one of them is just... There could be an ability in Radiance or a ritual that you could do with somewhere where, like, sure. you you shrug off your death score at an accelerated rate or mm-hmm. faster. Or even just you do a ritual and you lose 15 death score. Or, by, by participating in this ritual, you are you are less in the grasp of death. What if it's, what if it's instead of that, um, you do the ritual? Because I think this makes more sense from a ritualistic standpoint, is that you don't heal immediately, but you've been given some vigor. So yeah. the idea is that... 
you may treat your death score as though your momentum were 15 higher. Ooh, I like that. Right? Because yeah. when that falls off, you're like, okay, I'm out yeah. of danger. Like, that yeah, was yeah. a temporary boost, you know, without changing your real numbers. It's like the Princess Bride, you know. It's not, not, uh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. just buying your time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, tell me how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this is a tough one. Should your death score fall by the same amount per day as it gains per round of you dying? I feel like that actually sounds fair and realistic and dangerous. I think it should be depending on the situation in which, like, I think you, one, I think you need to rest. Yeah. I don't think you resting can. Is, resting yeah. is the, yeah, yeah. you can't just be awake for 24 hours and, and yeah, death and score like, The death score is going away. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think there should be maybe not even hard modifiers, but loose modifiers where like, if you're camping out in the woods, you rest, what is it, what is it, five per round? It's five per round. Five per round. You can do that even camping. If you are in a well-stocked inn, I think you wake up the next day and you feel better. How about it's just for every hour spent resting, you Ooh, like lose that. one death score. So that way you could lose eight in a night. Mm-hmm. Or you could be like, he's he's gonna he's gonna join us this evening after he's rested yeah. up. You know. I, I still think because you, your traumas persist. Yeah, but I think the the amount of care or the the facilities that you are resting in mm-hmm. should have an effect, but it shouldn't be like double. I don't. So it, here's the thing. I don't. I, I'm, I'm. I think they shouldn't, but not because the idea is bad. Because I think we have two competing mechanics here. Mm-hmm. We have your traumas that you gain for going unconscious, right? And those are massively affected by the facilities and the care that you sure. get. You know what I mean? And death score is just kind of like. You're playing it too a, close a to the idea. Of yeah. Well, well being... death, death score is like if you keep falling down like this, man, I you're stop. a dead man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's just you're. Right. I, but that's just. I mean, it's open to debate. This is this is. Well, I, it, the every hour thing I think works for me because also if you it's clean. One, it's clean, and then two, you still get you can just say like if you are at the end of an adventure, you just get to go, and then I go home and then sleep. And rest for as long as yep. necessary because that is a thing that you would do absolutely it's something you can't really do in a dungeon but if you're like our job is over you get two weeks before the queen shows back up your death score is gone like you yeah. the, that part, portion of the adventure is complete your trauma may persist you don't mm-hmm. go back to work well ideally you don't go back to work after surgery immediately you yeah. don't do that you hang out yeah your traumas may persist because they are traumas and then we roll for night terrors <laughs> Yeah, so that way you can't rest. Yeah. Yeah, because um, so, one of the things I've noticed with our game is that because there's no limit to healing, mm-hmm. like the healer's not going to run out of heals, ever. But it's action economy of like, is that the best thing I should be doing right now? Or even can you keep up with the amount of damage yes. the enemy is doing? But as a result, damage is spikier. Yeah. And the more healers you have, the more likely you can keep people from gaining death score because everybody heals from zero. Can there be a monster that just stops you from sleeping? Yeah, they're called children. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, like... Really? Because like, I don't even have those, and I have trouble sleeping all the time. Oh, boy. Have I got bad news? <laughs> it it's would worse. Change, it would change nothing. I just mean, like, a lingering effect. Like, you beat a monster, and then you're like, all right, let's rest. And then yep. you got hit by that monster, and you can't sleep for the next 48 that, hours. That That's will... a monster. We, yeah. we can definitely do that. Um, okay, I, I like this. We'll talk about Death Score probably some more um, a little bit later. But the but I like this as a placeholder. We need to get in the weeds on that, I think, a little bit. One of the problems with our game is that nobody's really died. And this has happened before we've... Anytime anybody's dropped to zero, it was before, before we instituted, traumas, yeah. we instituted mm-hmm. traumas. So we do need to do a lot of testing on that. 
but our damage is spiky and people drop so you need to really be on your game but i i don't know i i think i kind of like that as like death score is something you really need to if it gets high you need to be worried because dropping for one round after you had a horrible fight the previous one mm-hmm. matters and people need to get you up as quickly as possible yeah. that's a big deal Okay, the next one is is kind of loose. We, I'm going to go back to, uh, it's been a while since we've touched paths. Mm. Um, well, a couple of years, right? Because COVID. Fuck. I know, Oof. I know. But uh, Radiance. I don't know what you're talking about. It's 2020. <laughs> I assure you that it is not. Um, step three, Radiance is pretty light, and that is not a pun. All they have in step three Radiance, which we thought was enough at the time, but now I'm realizing that it's so minimal you may just never choose to continue down mm-hmm. radiance because of this one step and it should never feel that way so all they get it's it's great they have yeah. a great ability but all they get is cleansing light and it's a move action it's at will choose to remove either a boon or a bane from a single target you, you remove the most recent one applied to the target and this can be used to purify food and drink of poison or contaminants and make it safe for consumption great ability I actually I like the fact that that secondary effect isn't yes. its own ability because it doesn't need to be cleansing light. So you can remove a, bi- a boon from an enemy or a bane from an ally. It is uh, the, and this is the step before the multi or no that was zealotry. Right? Yes. Yeah. You, um, no, zealotry gets virtues at step yes. six. Okay. And this is step five. This is step radiance? three radiance. Okay. So so for for comparison. Step two. I think we need to know what's in four and, and two. Okay, so two, they get Radiant Overflow, where it's a feature. Critical hits against enemies grant you shielding equal to double your composure, just passively. Yeah. What about the opposite of Phalanx? You make someone radioactive, anyone near them takes negatives. That's fun. I like that. Let's go. I'm going to finish step two Radiant, okay, but, but no, keep that, keep yeah. that on deck. I like that. Uh, Heaven's Favor, it is a daily attack, uh, adjacent blast two, and it is spontaneous sunbeams break the gloom of combat, illuminating both you and your allies. Effect is you as well as allies within the blast regain your composure as hit points. Oof. And a boon is applied where all of your heals until the end of the encounter grant additional hit points equal to your composure. It grants a bane to enemies. Affected enemies are weakened until the end of your next turn. And it does a lot of damage. Tight. That's great. It's a great. It's great, right? Yeah. And now, even though step three is an awesome ability, you will use constantly. It, it, it's a little zazz missing from it, right? Like this is. Oh, but step four then. Okay, so what follows? Step three. Interference. Light blooms around your chosen target, blessing them with a divine aura that wards off attackers. Uh, it grants a boon. This is a sorry swift action to an adjacent ally. Enemies attacking the subject of this boon must succeed on a composure check against your composure defense to target that ally with attacks. Area attacks are unaffected unless they are the only target within the area, and the subject cannot grant the upper hand to allies from flanking while the boon's active, but if the subject attacks or uses abilities that directly negatively affect enemies, the boon ends. It's basically okay. just, huh. this This guy's a non-combatant. Mm. If you want to attack him, you talk to me. <laughs> like, really, that's what it is. And prismatic form, which is a move action, but it's a daily, and it it's yourself. It's like mirror image in D and D and Pathfinder, where you split into six identical versions of yourself and occupy all of their perspective at once. God. The Howards. Um, yeah. Okay, I like Max's idea of like sort of anti phalanx. All right, let's think Only about that. Only I want I would rather rather than make it a new ability, I want it to improve upon an ability that already exists. 
Well, it can't improve upon shielding because that's a core ability that they could never, never, that they, they could potentially don't necessarily never get. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have a lot of buffs specifically. We could create it as a buff and it could apply to anybody, um, maybe as an attack action. Again, I, rather than it be a separate ability, I think it, uh, what, Radiant Lancer? Okay. What's the, uh, what's the step one basic? Dazzling Ray. Dazzling Ray. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's put something on Dazzling Ray where after you've been affected by Dazzling Ray, for the turn after, enemies adjacent to you take a bane. Okay. For anyone affected by Dazzling Ray. What if it's less of a bane? Because, like, I, the only times I want to use banes are when it feel, when, when the ability that's attaching them to is not adding a lot of mental load for the GM. Okay. Right? And Dazzling Ray is, you could, you could spam it every turn, right? Yeah. What if it's something that imbues somebody who had it as a boon... So that way it's the player's uh, okay. responsibility. Exactly. Successful attacks, deal more damage. That's not bad, right? What if you become an area of effect? Like you're a glowing one. I like that too. You mean like everybody affected by it? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe just a... Like a dirty oh, bomb. Just like a one hex. Sort of like um, Death Shadow, but only for one turn. So if they're right directly next to him, there's an AoE effect for everyone affected, but only on the uh, your allies. I think... I think that's good. The problem is it, it will result in way too much damage if yes. that person's spamming. It, it doesn't matter what the baseline True. is. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I that's cool. I think that's why I, when Max, when you said radioactive, that's I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. But the extra damage on attacks... Is already so. Is easier because mm-hmm. they can miss. That's true. And it's on to, it's on them yeah. as well. Again, it doesn't create a zone of denial, which Dazzling Ray probably shouldn't for its yeah. utility, right? But do we grant it to everybody hit by it, or do we allow them to pick one within the the path? Well, I was going to say first or last. The ele- their ability to pick the one I like more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one al- one ally and Ray gets additional damage equal to your composure. composure. Yeah. Um, can we add, oh, I wanted to say like, and that, uh, that extra damage is returned to them as healing, but I feel like that's too much. That's way too much. But there should be some kind of, what if it's returned to you as healing? I like that. Because if you're not getting hit, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But it, but it could just be throwing something on just but if in you're case. A t- if you're a tank who's, who's core citadel, the rest radiance, this is your bread and butter. Yeah. Or, or just even a situation of. The amount of times we're like, oh, I'm like I'm one or two down because I got splashed. Mm-hmm. Dope. I don't have to even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, no big deal. Only lasts for one round. Yes. Yeah, because you can do it every round. It should only last until one the round. end of that character's next turn. Yes. So not even a full round because yeah. if they go next and they and they use it, it's gone. Or even if they don't use it, it's gone after the turn ends. After the mm-hmm. yeah, and whether they attack or just move yeah it's almost like you're imbuing their weapon with the radiance yeah but you get to pick anybody in the past oh i don't think it should be weapon i think it should like magical attacks i think should count too oh what if it's wait what if it's any target including the enemy so if you're thinking like they're gonna hit anyway i'm gonna get a bunch of health yeah but only my composure Mm -hmm. and it doesn't bypass armor. So if you're like, these guys hit very little, I'm going to give them a little a little zing on it, and he's going to hit our tank. I think it's. I think that I, situation will not n- happen. Yeah. Like, like statistically will not happen. But, but allowing no, it to happen is it, kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Like, kind of cannibalize your own party. Yeah. Yeah. You could. There's a lot of games where you do that. Where, like... Death cannibalizes yourself. Yeah. 
but there's also there's just a bunch of games where like at half health a bunch of classes or abilities or even weapons do explosive damage so you're kind of purposefully making sure your damage dealer is like getting bloodied yeah i've got some nasty shit cooking up for death when we get to it i just like the idea of radiation just like yeah i agree everyone involved is just nope this is not good um okay so successful attacks until the end of that character's next turn that mm-hmm. means if they get opportunity yep any all of them that hit will do. hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Do it. What about AoE? Do they have to pick a a target or do you just let it all uh, I I think the way we do AOE right now, that that like How, see, the AOE up. the AOE damage always yeah like it doesn't get bonuses already. So just single target attacks. Well, I'm saying I think you can pick AOE targets because I don't a lot of those bonuses the way that we use them now mm-hmm. they don't get applied those bonuses. All, all I'm saying is is if I say all of your attacks gain my composure mm-hmm. and then you hit 15 targets and they all take an extra six damage that's enormous only they don't because the way that we word any splash damage right Mm -hmm. now is you do an attack it has a single target it does this and then there and then it has a secondary damage that is its own thing um except for i think death yes i think we'll just say all targeted attacks if you if you you have a targeted creature it'll that that yeah that damage works. on that does it right all targeted attacks yeah. well then uh what what doesn't shadow of death <laughs> that's not an attack oh you're right that's not an attack flaming pillar you can target an area you know you target one creature and then there's splash it doesn't say you have to target the creature or can you I, target a I spot i th- think you have to okay well let's include or it just also, in case if you di- <laughs> if you didn't you'd be an idiot it does way more damage right but I think I think uh, we should probably word it in a way that only applies to targeted attacks because I think fire there's no reason to limit it later on later steps right like later on we could be like you make a room explode you know yeah. <laughs> like an area yeah. a cube just is filled with flame you're wearing armor that was a bad idea yeah. <laughs> you exist here bad idea all right what do we call that I like the radioactive flavor on that I'm trying to see we don't we don't really Bestowed have grace grace it's extra damage that like links back to you siphon but not in a bad way yeah that's like death right yeah yeah um it's something you're bestowing mm-hmm. right and it returns to you you're bestowing a, a boon on an ally that helps you as well so it's like a boonerang boonerang i like that i don't, i'm not gonna use it but i like it uh, <laughs> i'm gonna now call it boonerang yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna go to rhyme zone real quick solar cosmic ultraviolet mm. thermal scattered nuclear kind of like nuclear but not for this. We should yeah. use nuclear later for that. How about we detach it from 
dazzling ray and make it for any heal. Okay. Because you're gonna do one of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't. And if you can, if we can already put it on dazzling ray, fuck mm. it, put it on your daily too. Why not? Who cares? Right. Yeah. It might be too much. That might be a reason to care. Maybe maybe half your composure will be appropriate later because you could do it every turn. But we'll figure it out. Again, I'd rather buff healers. I'd, yeah, I'd rather have healers be too good and still underrepresented in the population than have them be normal and nobody wants to play them. Pelvic is in here. It's in the list between light and therapeutic corpuscular. What is a gift you receive from clergy? <laughs> that isn't uh, a crime. Uh, oh, uh, mm, Why? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the word pulse. Oh, but sacrament. Sacrament's cool. I kind of like pulse because of the temporary nature of this okay. gift, right? Sacramental yes. pulse. Sacrament implies they're getting something sacred, which isn't bad, but I feel like that you need a bigger mm-hmm. gift, right? You basically have irradiated them. You filled yeah. them with energy, and it's coming out of them. Plutonian. No, because Plutonian means death-like. Like death, yeah. Because yeah. it has to do with Pluto more than the element. Shimmering know. gift. When you bombard... Oh, saturate when you right like saturating heals mm-hmm. something like that saturate I- irradiate and saturate i both like for the same reason i feel like irradiate has a very negative thing yes, even though does. they both mean the same thing in this context right mm-hmm. they have a blinding ability not yet but that's gonna happen i mean if they spec into scoundrel i was thinking something sand. like something like hiroshima double pocket sand where you just blind an enemy for no. everyone for a turn no can we have as few uh, references to nuclear holocaust as possible, please. We should ride except the line. For the, except for the band Nuclear Holocaust. <laughs> Let's ride mm-hmm. the line a little bit here. Einstein's gift bag. Atomic assistance. Glowing largesse. Mm. What's largesse mean? Largesse is uh, you're distributing your abundance to other people. Glowing harvest. Oh, I don't know. It's just... Incandescent I like as well. But I think incandescent gift or like, you know, like that kind of... Yeah. Actually, incandescent gift might be my favorite right now. Shining gift? Uh, shining implies no. like polish. No, incandescent gift is now my number one. That's my top pick for the draft How thus far. Incandescence. I like it because it implies like incandescent bulbs get very hot. Yes, and they give off light. Incandescence. Yep. Cut. Print. All right, we got it. Boom. As a recap, incandescence. It's a feature. Yeah. Once a turn, whenever you use a healing ability that affects one or more allies you may choose an ally affected by it that ally gains a bonus to their damage rolls for targeted attacks until the end of their next turn equal to your composure the first time this bonus is applied as damage it returns to your hit points as healing yes incandescence and cleansing light yeah i like both of those those that's a good two for two i think that's a good step three that that increases specific healing party damage and just such a good utility. Agreed. And also, I, I kind of like, like the idea that it's only the first time it hits every turn. Yeah. That you get the healing, but it applies until the end of their next turn. Yeah. They get the damage bonus more. The damage bonus yeah. is more important in the eyes of the ability. Yes. Okay. I like that. We got one more thing to talk about. Uh, welcome to Liam's GM Corner. <laughs> and, uh, you know, here I'm gonna, I want to talk about some, some problems that uh, the GMs face. And the one that I want to talk about today is... Hey, uh, you ever been running a game and it's kind of a sandbox game and, and your players are running around the world willy-nilly and then at some point you realize as a GM or as a player that you have 
15 to 20 unfinished tasks that have just been building up in your journal and you kind of either lose track of them or you kind of don't know how to finish one or you realize they're going to start interacting with in, in with each other in ways that you don't want to deal with that nobody wants to deal with mm-hmm. so my question to you gms is how do you clean up your party's quest log that's a good question I think there's a bunch of ways. I usually just find a bullshit reason for it to matter, and then they will deal with it at the same time. Sometimes that works. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't. I haven't come across it, but I would think a letter from one of the people that they promised to help. Like, hey, I guess you couldn't help us out. You know, just really make yeah. them feel bad. Someone they've interacted with. Just make it a little bit of flavor. Remind them. Or just there's a news report of like, oh, yeah, that whole town yeah. is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should probably investigate that as well, yeah. and you might find out the reason I made that as a quest. Their children were missing, and then they all went missing, and uh, no one knows. Yeah, usually I, I think I would just try to find a way to reintroduce it as being important, such as like somebody shows up mm-hmm. to help them, and helps them with their current quest, and they'll be like, why did you help us? He's like, well, uh, I was hoping you might help me. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but there's this big problem. Like, oh, we, we did hear yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, we did. Just that was like six sessions ago even though it was hard it was two days ago but it was six sessions ago and oh no it's like the land can be saved we just need to return the mummy's dagger and you're like looking through your bag you're like oh we've had that for months no 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 like (laughs) we we sold that we (laughs) We gotta go on a quest to retrieve yeah who that was sold to so just making it part of the story i think that's i think the way to get back to it i think the Mm -hmm. the real way to avoid like the trick yeah, of avoiding that avoiding problem it's is... the, the real answer, the mature GM thing. But, like, look, you, you, you fuck up. Like, we oh, all yeah. fuck up. I have often GM'd where my players would be like, wow, that's crazy. I can't wait to see what that has to do with this other thing that I, as the GM, completely forgot about. I'd be like, oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think there's, like, a famous post about that. Are you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I did find this funny one about oh, magic swords. Have you heard of, heard of this? No. It basically is like the fewer words a magic sword's name has, the more dangerous it is. <laughs> this is like, don't get me wrong, you don't want to be hit by Lord Gratunga's beastly magical flame sword of doom, but you definitely don't want to be hit by something called the Throngler. <laughs> <laughs> or Orphan's Bane. Yeah. Especially if you're an orphan. I can't find it, but the. Okay, mm-hmm. so the premise is this guy had. They were really far along in their campaign, and then. He describes a landscape in a in a flashback, and he's like, "It's a beautiful mountain." And, and they had this, gone back in time. Yeah, well, the, they this is a flashback, and they're like, they're like, "Whoa, that is really interesting." He's like, "Yeah, I can't wait to f- see where that mountain went in that time." <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> just freaking out, like, "Oh no, there wasn't a mountain there originally." How do I get rid of a mountain? <laughs> it's not like there's mountain parts all over the valley, you know? Like, yeah, nope. It was a spaceship. Look, yeah. I just answered it for it you. Was, it, it was a spaceship. It was a mimic. It was a big mountain mimic. Look, just retell the story of the movie Spriggan. It's a good one. Can you imagine that? There's a TV show coming out. I know, on Netflix. Like a whole... I hope it's good. A whole city around the foot of a mountain, and then one day the mountain just gets up and walks away. That would be chaos. Well, the whole thing is, it would be chaos until he's like, oh, late for work. Yeah. And then just doesn't do anything bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But he's just like, what? Yeah, houses would flip over and shit. No, no, no. He very gingerly does it so nothing bad happens. He he likes the city. He likes that they're in the, they're yeah. in shadow. He likes looking at the lights and hearing the music. So the, your options, yeah. if this happens to you, are bullshit away for these things to matter in the current problem. Or 
talk to your party and remind them <laughs> that those things are there out of character. Yeah. Just, hey, you should know that your characters would still be aware that time has passed since this has happened. Yes. Another thing is you can ask them to keep notes, which is it's a big deal. Like, it helps when your party keeps notes. An idea that comes in my head is, like, just I'm more of a story person would be creating a new story about the heroes that solve the problem and everyone loves them mm -hmm. and all the prizes and rewards they got. And you're like, wasn't that on our to-do list? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. I, I would say um, you should keep good notes as a GM. And there's a tool I've been using for a long time now, for several months now. Raid Shadow Legends? Called, no, it's it's I'd called. I'd like to introduce you to our sponsor. It's called Volcanic Glass. It is. It's it's literally called Obsidian, and many of you have heard of it. But um, it basically allows you to create a wiki of anything in real time using the Markdown format language. It is invaluable for a GM and for players if that's how you're taking notes. Josh, can you do me a favor and edit out the name of the game that Max said because I do not want to give them any free publicity in any way. It, I'm not putting in Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah. Good. Fuck them. I don't know anything about them. They're bad. What They're bad Jack, people. Jack and Daxter. That's a game. I like that right, game. Cool. So replace Raid Shadow Legends with Jack yeah, and Daxter. Yeah, let's get a clear cut of that. <laughs> Jack and Daxter. It won't make any sense. <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends is a meme. <laughs> like, NordVPN. That's, yes. <laughs> that's yeah, the go. other one. MeUndies. Audible.com. Oh, that's Sherry's Berries. <laughs> That green, that green junk that they say has all the vitamins and minerals that you need, but it really doesn't. So um, Obsidian allows you to create a wiki. There's a, a bunch of tools that allow you to do this. Uh, Obsidian is proprietary, but I love it. It's so good. There are similar things that if you don't need, like the advanced features of Obsidian, like Sync or anything like that. There's an open source alternative to Obsidian that does the same thing. I think you still use Markaround language. It's called Foam. You, could, you can check it out, like F-O-A-M. Um, I was going to ask you to spell it. Thank you. Yes. Uh, however, Obsidian has an enormous suite of plugins that you can use, including ones that allow you to create stat blocks for monsters, for specifically for Pathfinder and D&D. And they'll allow you to reference, like you, you can literally type in like a little uh, blurb that will reference specific monsters from Dungeons and & Dragons and pull up their stat block in your notes without you having to actually write everything out yourself. Let's say you type in, like, you're writing about Dorkin's Dagger. Yeah. It'll link to every other reference you've ever written about Dorkin's Dagger, right? Yeah, so what okay. you would do is is you would just, the um, square brackets on your keyboard, right? You keep saying these, I'm just trying to use a little more yes. mainstream language. Yeah, so, so let's say you write something out, like some notes about your, about your campaign or something, and you're noticing that you're writing names of things in your campaign. You can highlight any word in your Obsidian document that you've created here and just put square brackets around it and it will create a link to any other time that you've mentioned that essentially and if you click on that it'll create its own note where you can add a note and every time that that name gets mentioned and you leave it as a link it will reference back to there and that allows you to create a literal web of not just the texture of your world and your world building but also your plans for the future and how they relate to each other. It, it it's, makes it so much easier not to get lost. And uh, I love Obsidian. I know it's proprietary. People may have objections to that. However, it's really great. And the, the community is unbelievable. Please check it out if you're a GM. It's one of the best things I've ever used. If you're opposed to using proprietary software, even though it's free for the average user, check out Foam. It's very similar. Uh, it just doesn't have the advanced syncing technologies uh, between multiple devices that Obsidian has. However, both of them, including Obsidian, save 
just text files to your hard drive in the folder of your choosing. That's the, what the entire thing runs off of. So if you want to sync your foam across multiple devices, you can just transfer the text files. Yeah, and keep that somewhere that you've synced using some other service or even your home server. Like, for instance, Google Drive. Also, Google Drive, please set us up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is this is a fantastic tool, and it's a fantastic kind of tool that, because of Obsidian's popularity, is going to become more common from other vendors as well. And I and I highly recommend everybody get used to using something like this. It's incredible. But anyway, that's my rant on Obsidian. It will help you avoid these loopback mistakes in the future. Everything in your life, not just GMing. Also, uh, I wanna I wanna thank everyone for the advice they gave. But you were all incorrect. The actual answer is give all of your players amnesia and throw away their entire quest log thank you <laughs> and good night you uh rocks fall everybody dies and they have to create characters that care about the things you care about as gm there we go and that's how you that's how you get your players back as on a track. gm if you're not giving your players amnesia at least every other session yeah you what are you even quit. doing that's why we included it as a trauma yeah yeah that's why r2d2 is the best star wars character what i like to do is a like a total party kill uh-huh and then a say yeah Oh, that was just a dream sequence, mm. you know. Well, you were in a coma because yes. this ha whole thing has been a giant setup for me to recreate the roleplay version of While You Were Sleeping. Oh. Uh, that sounds like a Doug Banks joint, and I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> what if you make your party have a dream of spiders, and then when they wake up, spiders start coming they out of them? They are spiders. Oh, oh we're a spider. Oh, man. All right, the name the of the spiders game. spiders are coming we from were spiders. <laughs> in the house. Uh, and then John, you are the demons. And we were spiders. Is my John uh, was a zombie. Is my screamo band name. We're making too many references now. I'm going to close this shit up. We're done. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. It's late. We're looping. This episode is over. <laughs> we were spiders once and young. <laughs> oh God! Write that down. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, <laughs> if you have comments or suggestions, uh, check us out on Patreon. Our Patreon is patreon.com/rpgfs. Our two dollar up patrons can find us on the Omniverse Discord. We're trying to be more active there. Uh, it's really cool. It's a huge community. At me, bro! Like yeah. literally at me. Literally at us. Lit we, me, literally mm -hmm. at me. I will talk to you. Mm -hmm. And on Twitter, we are at Homebrew Ombres. Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash rpgfs. Oh, and if you're listening to this, we released a free game. It's called The Spill, and it's great. Um, it's on our Patreon. It's free for anybody who checks it out. Uh, look for The Spill. It's awesome. PDF, print it out. Get a block tower like Jenga or other similar jumbling tower games. Play it with your friends. If you yell at us enough, we'll play it on stream or in a video or in a podcast form. Yell at us to play it. Mm -hmm. Do it. I dare mm -hmm. you. Or stream yourself playing it. We're into it. It's free. It's yours. Do whatever you want with it. If you like Rick we Baker, like to watch. you'll like it. Mm -hmm. What's that? We, we said like if you like Rick Baker, you'll like it. And until next time, stay safe, stand watch, get a full rest. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.